Hello, um, this is Kay. I'm editing right now, and I realized that we completely forgot, or mainly I completely forgot to um, introduce ourselves and the podcast. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that right now for anyone who hasn't listened in before. Um, welcome to the Film Host Podcast, where two amateur film stands talk about the movies we love, the movies we hate, and every movie in between. Um, the voice you are hearing now is Kay Christofferson, and then the voice that you're going to hear in just a second is Lauren Griffin. She's lovely. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to record, and yeah. This is kind of a packed movie, so it has a lot of... It really is, except like... It, like it doesn't feel very long at all. It doesn't, but like also, I've seen it so many times... <laughs> That I could tell you the plot. Like, I could just go, like, okay, um, they're at that weird festival thing. <laughs> the World Peace Festival. The World Peace <laughs> Festival. Actually, yeah. I don't know what comes after that. defend no matter how bad it is <laughs> no matter how bad it is yeah oh. like what's a bad movie that like no matter what anyone says about it like that you will defend for the rest of your life <laughs> i don't know i don't know that's a really hard one dude what the fuck i don't what? know i'm gonna I have no idea. I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like I only watch good movies. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I only watch top tier movies. <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, do you have one that you can think of? Um, I will say I know. I know people think Princess Diaries two is bad. Like I know it has like a thirty something percent score. On like, and I think I've actually said that as a. As a response before. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've answered Princess Diaries, too. But that, that movie slaps, so... But I think I think that's one I will defend forever. Um, I'm looking it up. Another one that I could maybe say, just because I watched it so much as a kid, was Batman Forever. Is that I the, think that's... Is that the George Clooney one with, like, the nipples? <laughs> I think so. Hold on, I have to see which it's the one that Jim Carrey is in. Oh. Like I don't know. Like I and I don't watch it that often. Yeah, it was 100% that one and Nicole Kidman's in it. Oh my god. I don't know, it's just camp. It I seems suppose. like it seems like you like campy superhero movies cuz that's kind of what Apparently. Seems to. But yeah. Well, I I, I would I, no, I am putting that on my uncle. My mom's brother. <laughs> He's a hundred percent reason. So thanks, Uncle Dan, for just yeah. loving Thank you, camp. Uncle Dan. Uncle Dan is the original film ho. <laughs> he a hundred percent. He is the OG film ho. Yeah, I haven't seen Batman Forever. It's a, like 
I've I've barely seen any Batman movies because I I really don't care that much. <laughs> but it's um, honestly the weirdest thing. Let me read you the the plot here, and you don't have to put this in if you don't want to. Okay, the plot focuses on Batman trying to stop Two Face, who is played by Tommy Lee Jones. I no, thought it was Tommy Jim Lee Perry. Jones. <laughs> so Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Oh, okay. And he makes me extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, the plot <laughs> focuses on like? scary, terrifying. He has these l- little tiny Y2K glasses oh and God. like red, boxy hair. It's oh terrifying. my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone listening, go look up Jim Carrey as the Riddler if you haven't seen it's it. It's terrifying. It's like, oh my God. It's disturbing. I really like, it's impressive and like italic. But it really disturbs me how much Jim Carrey can like distort his face. <laughs> like it's really upsetting. <laughs> Jim Carrey kind of scares me. Yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. But okay, I have to tell you the plot. So okay. the plot focuses Sorry. on <laughs> Batman trying to stop Two Face and the Riddler in their villainous scheme to extract confidential information from all the mines in Gotham City and use it to turn Batman's identity and bring the city under their control. Oh my god. But literally it's like this they sell like this weird like satellite dish or something to people <laughs> and like that's what it is. I don't know. It's it's a really weird like they movie. S- they sell it to people like door to door salesmen or I don't remember that part of the plot, but uh oh yeah, here it is. Okay. Um or did they, like, sell it to, like, corporations? I'm just interested in the satellite thing. Okay, so, so, it's called, so, it's a brainwave device, the box, which the box. steals information from users' minds and transfers it, with the side effects of making whoever smarter in the process. Wow. So, I don't really so, know. You would have so to like look it up. It's like a satellite cells? As far as I remember, it was like a satellite dish or something. We are yeah. going deep dive. So, <laughs> the box. The box. Batman. <laughs> oh, it came up as a first thing. The box. Okay. Is it? Yeah, I and it looks like, it looks like. If you look it up, it literally looks like a blender with what? some special effect lighting. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, like, it's. I'm trying to figure out the technology of the box. So, it, like. So it I think it goes on top of your TV. Power. Okay. Yeah. So And then somehow it makes um Two Face smarter, it looks like <laughs> this picture. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It was really weird. Oh my god, I l- I clicked on a picture and, and the article underneath says in defense of batman forever. <laughs> <laughs> I think you wrote that probably. <laughs> Me. No. Yeah. Had I, <laughs> but yes, that is the that is a yeah strange movie. I don't know. I'm I'm going back on it now. I don't think I would defend that movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like now that I talk about it. I don't. Know. Sorry, Uncle Dan. Sorry, it's it's a little. Maybe there's a reason I don't rewatch it, and yeah. it might be named Jim Carrey. Uh, but also, fun fact is that. Working on that fi- that film together, Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey like hated each other, um, and they'll like never work together again. Damn. Yeah. Oh 
Come on, boys. <laughs> Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Come on, Tommy and Jim. Tommy and Jimmy. <laughs> Tommy and Jimmy. <laughs> they hate each other. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of, like, uh, campy superhero movies, that definitely put into yes. perspective that maybe this movie isn't the strangest <laughs> superhero movie. <laughs> no, no. Not at not all. Not by a long shot. <laughs> but uh, today we are talking about the um, 2002 Spider-Man film directed yes. by... Sam Raimi, yeah. and Lauren, I know you have a much longer history with this movie than I do. <laughs> yes. So as, like, everyone knows, pretty much everyone, um, <laughs> this is, like, one of my absolute favorite movies. I would I would be confident to say this is my favorite movie. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I didn't know yeah, that. <laughs> I think so. Um, yes. And so, like... My uncle, I remember, showed it to me and my brother when we were little, mm -hmm. and love ever since. I remember it's been a love affair, it's been a love affair for the ages. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I remember going, or I remember when Spider-Man Two came out. My yeah. uncle took my brother to see it, and not me, and I cried until oh. like the whole time they were gone because yeah. I was like. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, Uncle Dan. <laughs> he was like, it's too graphic. He's like, it's not for kids. I was like, kids who? Not for me. I, I am an you. adult. <laughs> <laughs> I am a small adult. Yeah. Sir. Put me under a trench coat and like, stack me up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It works. <laughs> what about you? So, what is your history? Um, so, I grew up with more the Andrew Garfield kind of mm -hmm. Spider-Man, because I remember, like, seeing that and, like, being like, oh, like, this is the greatest movie of all time, obviously. <laughs> but The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. But, um, but, yeah, that was, like, my introduction into, like, superhero movies. And so, like, that's kind of, like, I guess the Spider-Man that I'm more attached to. I guess, that or like sense. maybe the one I have like the strongest. He was like my introduction, basically. And then, like you know, I was super into the MCU, so like, I kind of like my teenage years. I grew up with like the Tom Holland Spider-Man too, so I didn't really mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man until later. I don't think, but yeah. um, but yeah, I remember seeing it and being like. This isn't as good as like Tom Holland, <laughs> <laughs> but like I feel like now, like as I'm kind of like not as much of an MCU stan anymore as I used to be, because yeah. I used to be like obsessed. Like now, in retrospect, I can be like, oh, I can like appreciate this movie and kind of how different it is from all the MCU stuff that's coming out nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. But for anyone who does not know the plot of 2002 Spider-Man, um, we shall go through it. We shall go through it. So, so Spider-Man centers on student Peter Parker, played by Tobey Maguire, who, after being bitten by a genetically altered spider, gains superhuman strength and the spider-like ability to cling to any surface. He Ooh. vows to use his abilities to fight crime 
coming to understand the words of his beloved Uncle Ben, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uncle That's my, bi- my Bible verse. <laughs> Get that tattooed on Un- my skin. Uncle Ben, 2002. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of a number that I could associate with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but before we get into the plot, um, I wanted to bring up, like, the history of, like, the development of this movie, because it's kind of insane. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Because I didn't, I, maybe, I, I might have read about this, but yes, please yeah. enlighten us. Okay, so I went kind of on a Wikipedia deep dive on <laughs> the development of a Spider-Man movie, because it took, I believe this is, like, the first live-action Spider-Man movie. Yes. Yeah. So it took a long time to get created and they've been trying for a very very like decades but um so the first try was um stan lee was actually gonna write it but um and it was gonna have um doc ock as the villain and it was gonna kind of it was in the 80s so it was gonna kind of have like cold war type themes and things like that but then like from what I've read, I think, like, they changed, like, studio heads or something, so then, like, the project just kind of got, like, fizzled out, and it never came to fruition. And then the second one, <laughs> um, it got bought by, like, a different studio or company or whatever you call it. <laughs> I yeah. don't know words. Um, like, the rights got bought. Yeah, the rights got bought. Okay. And then, so, the second try was, like, these two people bought this, bought the rights to Spider-Man, and then they put on um, a screenwriter named Leslie Stevens, and none of them really knew the origin of the character, so their interpretation of Spider-Man was kind of, like, werewolf-like, <laughs> where, what? like, they thought that he would, like, physically turn into a spider. Ew! <laughs> so, so, like, they had this whole script where he, like, got experimented on by, like, a mad scientist and turned into, like... A human tarantula was gonna be the plot of it. (laughs) Not my Spider-Man. Yeah, Mm -mm. but like, do the research. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do like this iconic character, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, he like turns into a spider or something, right? Like, awful. It's insane, and I'm very glad that version did not end up getting created. Me too. But um, but yeah, I think um. The reason why that didn't get created was because Stan Lee was like, this is, like, horror, and it's, like, not, you know. That's not I, what we about. That's, it's not really my story that I created, so that yeah. kind of got scrapped. And then in 1985, Tom Cruise was considered for Spider-Man, but that project what? got canceled. Oh, and, Short King. And Stan Lee wanted to play um, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> So that would have been wild. Like, Interesting. Like Stan Lee and Tom Cruise in a movie together. Yeah. And then. That would be a weird dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, James Cameron came on in like late, 80, late 80s, early 1990s, and he submitted his treatment to the story. And <laughs> this is like, I literally started laughing out loud when I heard what he wanted in this movie. It says the movie was going to contain profanity, and then Peter Parker and um, MJ were going to have a sex scene on top of the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Whoa! 
<laughs> what? Yeah. And I'm, I don't, why? <laughs> why? Why, James? We don't need X-rated Spider-Man. Yeah. It is very clear that Peter Parker is a high schooler. Yeah. Things we don't need. Like, like James Cameron wanted to make, like, Euphoria Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 that was his plan, literally. He was like, I'm gonna make this shit dark and gritty when no one wanted that. And like then real life Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, like this is the streets of New York. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm Spider Fucking Man. <laughs> it's Spider Man, you punk. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, he wanted to make like like good fellas, but with Spider Man, I guess. But um but yeah, that ended up not working out. Like I think because, like some sort of like legal trouble where people yeah. were suing each other, whatever. I don't know legal things. I didn't understand the Wikipedia. Just thing. United States things. Yeah, just just U.S. things. Um, just U.S. things. But yeah, it took a while to like get developed. So James Cameron ended up leaving to create Titanic, which worked oh. out well for him. Worked <laughs> out. So MGM gave Sony the rights to Spider-Man in exchange for Casino Royale, which is James Bond. Okay. And then, yes. so that's when Sony kind of took ownership of Spider-Man. And then, so they used, for this movie, for the 2002 Spider-Man, they used um, James Cameron's script as, like, a base, but it went through, like, so many changes that it barely resembled it at the end. Okay. Yeah. And um, the only thing that really stayed was the fact that um, he doesn't have, like, mechanical web shooters in the movie. Like, it comes from his flesh. <laughs> comes from his Yeah, it comes from his flesh. That was a bad wording. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, um, decided on, uh, Sam Raimi for, uh, director, but some of the other options were, like, Ang Lee, David Fincher was considered, um, M. Night Shyamalan was considered, but <laughs> they ended up going with Sam Raimi in the end because he loved yes. the comics so much and that kind of gave him an edge. Amazing. But yeah, that is that is the history of Spider-Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> many many trials, but it's it's finally finally released in 2002. Amazing. With, with our man's Toby Maguire. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe it's for the best yeah. that those other films never <laughs> yeah, got made. Maybe like the human tarantula Spider-Man wasn't like wasn't that's like a horror I movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> a horror movie I don't want to see. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Yeah. So, shall we get into the plot of the movie? Yes. Let's All right. do it. So, on a school trip, high school senior Peter Parker visits a Columbia University genetics lab where a genetically engineered super spider who escaped containment bites him and he feels ill he feels ill after returning home. Meanwhile, Norman Osborn, owner of a scientific corporation, Oscorp, tries to land a major military contract. He experiments on himself with an unstable performance-enhancing chemical and goes insane, killing his assistant and stealing a glider with a flight suit. With a flight suit. Wow, a yeah. flight suit. Yeah. <laughs> we really suit. got into that. Holy. Yeah. This movie I... really like gets into it very quickly. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. So. I, uh, I don't know what to say. 
I was going to say something now. Slipped my mind. <laughs> Don't remember. Yeah, but this is when we're introduced to, like, Spidey and, um... Oh, and this is, like, the first scene where he, like, runs into MJ, right? Yes, so yes. MJ is there. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny watching... For context, we watched this movie about a week ago. Yeah. With some other fellow doppers. Fellow doppers. Doppers with fellow hygiene. Yes. Stay in the club. Our shout out of the week. Yeah. As always. <laughs> but it was so funny that none of you guys realized at first that the one, like MJ's boyfriend is Joe Mangalino. I don't know what his last name is. I know. Manganiello. Okay, that sounds right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that that was like one of the first movies he ever did, and oh, I wow. guess it's like yeah. So he's Flash Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking him up now. Okay, he's. I, I know him mostly because he's married to Sofia Vergara. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, that's like one of his like first movies. Yeah. So, Which is very interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, from what I've read, I think he was actually, I think he did a screen test or something for the role of Spider-Man, but ended up getting this role. Yes. And, yeah, I think that would be a very interesting movie. If he was Which I think works out. <laughs> yes. For me, and maybe I'm projecting, I'm just realizing, maybe these opinions are also, I would say, highly aligned with my attractive, who I'm attracted with, so bear with me here. Okay. <laughs> but I, so Spider-Man to me can either be two people. First off, none of them are jacked. You, uh, Spider-Man yeah. is not a gym rat. Spider-Man yeah. maybe has an athletic build, but yeah. he's not, he ain't necessarily all filled out, you know? Yeah, he's like lean, um, kind of. He's lean. But if he's lean Spider-Man, he's also short King Spider-Man, okay? But then, the other version of Spider-Man that exists in my head is tall, lanky Spider-Man. Like, Andrew Garfield. Those are the only two forms that... (laughs) But you know what? And, yeah. But then there's, like, the the cartoon one where he's also a pig. Yeah. (laughs) Porky. Porky oh, yeah. man, so I don't like know what it is. Porky, skinny and tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like dancer body, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that, those are the three qualifications for Spider-Man. That's what it yes. says on like the on the audition sheet. <laughs> yeah, but like a like a like Joe, like that big. Yeah, tall, like he's too beefy. Beefy like, man, that's like, not my Spider-Man. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's not no. No. Hashtag not my Spider-Man. Hot. Mm-mm. Nope. Sorry. Not mine. Yeah, and then this is where he's like first introduced to to MJ, and I can't really I can't remember like what they first say to each other. Well, I don't think they say anything on the trip. It's I remember. Oh wait, no, they do have an interaction on the trip because he he's taking her photos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. He's taking her photos for the school newspaper. Yeah. And she's like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and an- another casting fact is that um, Elizabeth Banks was considered for the role of MJ, but then she ended yeah. up playing playing the secretary. I, I forget the name of the character, but um, uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Rachel, maybe. Was it Rachel? Anyways, yeah, I don't know. 
But um, but yeah, but she was considered too old for the part. <laughs> and just out of curiosity, I looked up um, uh, Tobey Maguire's age, and then I looked up Elizabeth Banks's age, and they're literally yeah. only a year apart. <laughs> Who's older, her? Uh, her. She's like forty-seven. He's forty-six. So she was like this oh. about the same age as Tobey Maguire, but they're like, no, you're too old. But uh, that's so dumb. Uh, and yeah. I wonder how old, like, uh, Kirsten Dunst w- was. But, I mean, also the thing is, too, is that they, like, Kirsten Dunst in 2002, like, she was the it girl. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that that was probably another reason why yeah. they cast her instead yeah. of Elizabeth Banks. Because, like, I don't think Elizabeth Banks was in anything at that time. Yeah, that's Or, like, true. you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and then this is when, um, Norman Osborn goes crazy and <laughs> kills people yeah. and goes off in a glider, which is, Will <laughs> is really insane from the start, like, truly. I know, unhinged from the start, I love it. Like, He's a good father in the first scene, and then it just goes all downhill. Yeah, it just goes, it goes crazy from there. <laughs> yeah. But, or uh, is he nice in the first scene? I can't remember even. Um, I could be totally wrong. He probably, like, gives his son a hug or I don't know <laughs> he does something I'm not sure probably, probably. <laughs> but um the next morning Peter realize, realizes he is no longer myopic and his body has metamorphosed into a more muscular physique at school he discovers that he can shoot spider webs from his wrist and his accelerated reflexes and an increased mo- ability to sense danger after Peter beats Flash Thompson the school bully in a fight, he works out that he has acquired the abilities of a, the spider who bit him, and verifies this by climbing up the wall. <laughs> so I love how they put that there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he just so let's start with <laughs> he he's like, is this fair? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's uh before the fight scene. Yeah. When he's in the school, and he does that little oh, he catches her. Yes, people probably already know this, but it apparently took, so that's him, Yeah, was not CGI, they like glued the the lunch tray to his hand, oh, that, uh-huh. but that was like the only effect there yeah. was. He caught everything, but it took like 150 takes. Good for him. <laughs> right? Good for him. Good for, he's really he's cool. his own stuntman. Yeah. Toby McGuire does everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He does his own stunts. Uh. Yes, and I feel like that's one of the most, like, iconic scenes in the movie is the whole lunch tray thing. Of, yes, yeah. totally. <laughs> and then, is this, um, is this where, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the trajectory of, like, MJ and Peter's relationship. Does she kind of yes. start noticing him more after he, like, does all this cool shit with his spider powers? Like, okay, so that... That, I could say, is arguable. First off, uh, first off, she doesn't know yeah. that he's Spider-Man, obviously. Yeah. And, but, like, I think we could argue that she probably does notice him a little bit more. Yeah. Because he's got these new muscles now. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I would also argue, A, we don't see, we only have, like, one very small snippet of their relationship at the very start of the movie yeah um 
And what was my other point? Oh, I don't remember the other point. <laughs> but that was a pretty good one. That was a pretty yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, like, it's kind of funny, because, like, the whole, like, Spider-Man kind of transformation thing kind of reminds me of, like, like, the female equivalent of this in, like, a teen movie would be, like, the girl getting a makeover and then the cute boy suddenly yes. notices her. <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, that's basically this this whole thing in this scene is, like, oh, he's kind of hot now. <laughs> this is, this movie is basically Princess Diaries, where oh Anne God. Hathaway gets her little glow up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the same movie. And then, uh, uh, Spider-Man remaker Anne Hathaway <laughs> plays... <laughs> play Spider-Man. I think she could do it. <laughs> yes, she could do it. She could do anything she sets her mind to. Yeah. Girl boss energy. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man also has girl boss energy, so. <laughs> yeah. He's a working boy. Yeah. Especially in, in Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, no, Spider-Man 2 is the national girl boss energy movie because he works his at he's a girl boss in spider-man 2 he's he's working let me tell you he is a pizza delivery boy he's oh, wow. going to university okay and he is uh hustling as spider-man yeah he's got like three different side hustles so yeah three yeah. side hustles for yeah. an absolute girl boss yeah <laughs> secure that bag yeah the hustle never stops for peter parker absolutely not yeah oh and then um i remember this part too because um i think it was actually before this but we get introduced to like uncle ben and everything oh yeah, that... yeah uncle ben and aunt may and oh yeah oh <laughs> but um uh i remember like i think um uh kiki i don't know if you know them they're a part of Dollars of Halloween, but, um, yeah, they mentioned that, um, like, in the original Spider-Man, like, like, he's always been kind of, like, a working-class hero, yes. and, like, in these newer versions, how, like, he's, he seems kind of rich a little bit, like, he goes to, like, this fancy school, and he seems, like, pretty well-off and everything, but, like, that's not really, like, true to the original source material, and I noticed that, like, in this movie, like, in the beginning scene where we're introduced to Uncle Ben, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to find a new job, but, like, everything is, like, I don't understand, like, computers and stuff like that, and, like, they're just really yeah. hard for money and everything. And I thought that was interesting that, like, in this movie that, like, Spider-Man is a working-class hero, which I think is interesting. Yes. Yeah. He, he most definitely is a working-class hero, and also... I would say, again, this is why you need to watch Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Because, in Spider again, he's working three jobs. He yeah. <laughs> lives in a real shitty yeah. New York apartment. Like, he, he's one of us. Yeah. He's <laughs> and I, one I, of the 99%. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> what makes, like, like Spider-Man a cool character. Because, like, he was supposed to be, like... Like, I remember, like, I think I remember reading, like, Stan Lee was like, oh, yeah, I want anyone to be able to see themselves as Spider-Man because he has, like, a mask on, so you can envision, like, anyone underneath it. Yeah. And I think, like, a little bit of that element... I Like, I love the new Spider-Man movies. Like, I think they're really great. But I think some of that element is taken away when, like, he's, like, looking up to, like, a billionaire who's his 
kind of father figure, and he's, like, kind of, like, has all this, like, high-tech shit, and, like, I feel like a little bit of his kind of origin gets taken away when it comes from that angle, but. Totally. Yeah. But I, I just, I like how he's kind of scrappy, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I would also like to say the whole, like, yes, I love, um, I think you'd say her name, Marissa Tom. Marissa Tumai. Tumai, thank you. Um, like, I would love to have a hot aunt. Like, that's, that (laughs) ain't relatable. I mean, you wouldn't personally love to have a hot aunt because you would be Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) You know what I mean. But, like, who has a hot ass, like, 40 year old aunt, spinster, just, uh, like, just hanging around? Yeah. I think that was a very MCU decision where they're like, it was a very everyone hot (laughs) i remember when i heard when before the like spider-man homecoming came out i remember and like here like uh following like all the news on casting and everything and i remember when they were casting aunt may and or maybe even before they even started casting but they they were like aunt may is gonna be young and she's gonna be hot and i was like (laughs) eh. Like, I was like, I'm sorry, we go from, hot. <laughs> yeah, we go from, what's, what's the sweet old lady's name? Rosemary Harris, I do believe, yeah, is I think Aunt so. May's, yes, Rosemary yeah. Harris. So we go from Rosemary Harris and Sally Field to amazing actresses. Well, yeah. I'm not saying that Marissa Tomei is not amazing yeah. and talented and everything. I just think that it's a bit of a cop-out. Yeah. I... But, but I will say that I do love her character and mm-hmm. she is a lot she has grown on me a lot and this whole like happy um and her relationship oh, I, yeah. I dig it yeah it's I dig cute it. yeah it's cute I I think this might be a hot take but I wasn't like a huge fan of this version of Aunt May of the 2002 okay. one just cause like I don't know. I think it was because she was, like, a little bit of, like, just stereotypical, like, frail old lady, <laughs> kind of. That's fair. Like, she was just kind of like, whoa, Peter, like, all the time. <laughs> you sounded just like her. <laughs> but, like, just the fact that she was just kind of, like, this very pious, just, like, kind of nice, sweet. But, like, I just felt like she didn't really, like, like, I feel like with Sally Field, she kind of had, like, a little bit more character, and, like, you kind of, like, she seemed like an actual person, <laughs> where, like, yeah, I feel like with this one, she's, like, a little bit of, like, a caricature, Yeah, like, she's just, like, she's, like, an old lady, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. don't really dive into, and I can't really remember in Spider-Man 2, but as far as I remember, in this, like, this Spider-Man trilogy, mm-hmm. they don't really talk about Aunt May. They don't give her a lot of time to, like, develop as a character or, like, to have even, like, good scenes and stuff. I don't (laughs) know. That, I I don't think, that might be a hot take, but it's okay. Yeah. I I would say that I didn't like Sally Field's Aunt May. Yeah, she wasn't, like, amazing, but I just feel like she had a little more to work with than, like, she seemed like a human a little bit more. (laughs) 
Like, I can kind of see, like, more of an equivalent in real life to Sally Field's Aunt May than I could for, like, um, whatever the actress's name in this movie is, but... Yeah. But, yeah. I totally get what you mean. And as far as, like, um, Marissa Tomei's Aunt May goes, like, I think... I really like what they've done with that character, but I think it's, like, a little weird that they started giving Aunt May things to do when she, like, all of a sudden was a young actress now. <laughs> They're like, now that you're young and hot, we're going to give you, like, an actual character and, like, a personal life. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you're, when you're older, like, we're not going to give you shit. <laughs> like, it's yeah. a little yeah. strange and I would att- ageist. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I would also, um, I would also take that back to like this movie came out in 2002 yeah. also it's the first movie so i kind of get it yeah that's true whereas and that is the one thing that marvel does extremely well and the mcu is mm-hmm. storytelling and yeah. like background yeah. storytelling as well yeah. or like backstory so mm-hmm. i feel like i yeah i feel like we know more about like marissa tomai's um at me than we do yeah. like any of the other ones yeah, you know? totally. But, mm-hmm. um, so after, um, Uncle Ben hears about his confrontation with Flash, um, he tells him, with great power comes great responsibility. So the big, the big line is delivered. And I'm trying to yes. think, is this mentioned in any other Spider-Man movie? Like, ever? Um, I do believe so. Is it? I, probably. Probably. I don't think it's mentioned in um in the new ones, but I think maybe like the Andrew Garfield ones, and probably again in in this trilogy, it's it's mentioned. But this is like the big one, like the ones that everyone remembers. Yeah. Yeah. But then um. Oh, I just found it here. Um, I don't think it's in the other ones. Oh really? Yeah, no, because I I clicked on the uh, on the saying in oh. Wikipedia, and it says that it only um, it looks like it was only used in this one. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, it's it's a very like prevalent quote, which I think is funny yeah. that it was only ever appeared in one Spider-Man movie. <laughs> right. But but yeah, and then Peter disregards this and enters a clandestine wrestling tournament to raise money to buy a car. Wanting to impress his love interest, Mary Jane Watson. Even that would th- this <laughs> plot point is the most teenager thing yeah, that's what I was ever to occur <laughs> in like a superhero movie. Like, yeah. I want to buy a car. I'm gonna go do something that might be really dangerous. Like, yeah. And then, kids. and then isn't this the part where like he's like fighting that one guy, and then he's like, nice costume. Did your husband make it for you? Yes! Oh! <laughs> oh my god. I was like, really? Like, I think it would have been super funny if, if the wrestler was like, he actually did, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just like, check your privilege, Spider-Man. Come on. But Spider-Man, we need... The gays need an apology. <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker is cancelled, so... Yes. For, to further notice. Someone contact... For- J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> we need to cancel Spider-Man. <laughs> Put this in the news, yeah. Jonah! Uh, okay. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, so he he wins his first match, but the promoter keeps him out of his ring. And then when a thief suddenly robs the promoter's office, Peter allows him to escape with the promoter's money in retaliation. <laughs> it's just like him getting his revenge. Because yes, Girlboss isn't getting his money, okay? <laughs> yeah. He hustled for that hard yeah, money. Yeah, he's a bag. Come on. Um, shortly after, he learns that Ben has been killed by a carjacker. Peter pursues and confronts the carjacker and discovers he's the same thief who let escape. After Peter disarms him, the thief falls out a window to his death. Meanwhile, a crazy Norman sports advanced Oscorp armor and military equipment and disrupts an experiment by Oscorp's corporate rival, Quest Aerospace, killing several people in the process. Alright, so this is when when him and Spidey both go on home runs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I truly believe that there are two death scenes in cinema that kill me the most. Number one, this movie. Yeah. Uncle Ben, obviously. Yeah. Number two, The Notebook. When the old couple are cuddling on the uh, bed and they both die. <laughs> I haven't seen the Notebook, so I cannot show what? anything. Oh, I, what? You've never seen the Notebook? Yeah, I'm really get that I energy. I don't have out the desire. <laughs> Why? It's so good. I don't know. It's just like oh. it's just like Brian Gosling yelling, and I don't know. I'm not. I'm I not will really say. Interested. <laughs> that like yeah, it's kind of like overhyped. <laughs> but I don't know. I kind I kind I kind of go with the hype. Okay, maybe maybe I, I'll watch it one day. <laughs> you need to give it. You need to give it a try. Okay, I'll try. Thank maybe. you. Maybe. Please perhaps. do. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> if I if I have the mental energy to watch that, I I will give it a try. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll okay. take it. <laughs> So, um, and then, so Norman is, is killing more people. Right. He's on his own girl boss journey. Yes. <laughs> um, the following day, he is shown to have no memory of the events, because he's talking about Norman Osborne. Right. And upon graduation, Peter begins to use his abilities to fight crime in the city, becoming the masked superhero, Spider-Man. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this is Our when, mans. when they both kind of start taking on their personas, and like it's kind of revealed that uh, uh, Norman has like like an alternate personality where he doesn't remember. Come completely he's... unhinged. Yeah, and I I just I love Willem Dafoe in this. I think he's probably my favorite like actor in this movie, and like my favorite yeah. performance. But um. I another like fun casting fact because you were talking about Jim Carrey earlier was that he right. was actually considered for this role. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, it kind of it kind of makes sense though. I wouldn't have liked it. Why? But I can kind of see it just because like he does like a lot of like facial contortions and like things like that in yeah. this movie, and like he's just kind of unhinged, which I feel like is what Jim Carrey plays a lot. And um, Nick Cage was also considered for it. <laughs> Stop. Which, like, I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> oh my like, god. If they ever bring back Green Goblin, I kind of want 
Nicolas Cage to play him, because that would be amazing if they don't do an alternate universe thing where they bring in Willem Dafoe again. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of amazing, and I just wish there was, like, like an alternate version somewhere with Nick Cage in it just so I could experience it. But Like, does it... Can he can he become that unhinged? Because I know I mean, Jim Carrey can, and like that is like that like he would take it too far, I think. Yeah. But like Nick, Nicholas, Nicholas, can he? I think, honestly, I don't know. I feel like he could have done it. I feel like it would have been decent. I don't think it would have been as good as like, as Willem Dafoe, just because like I feel like totally. Nick Cage has a little less control <laughs> than Willem yes. Dafoe does. Because, like, I feel like if Nick Cage, like, like would play this character, he would just be, like, in unhinged, like, the entire time. Like, there would be, yeah. like, no quiet moments. He would just be, like, insane throughout. Where I feel yeah. like Willem Dafoe, like, he kind of, like, alternates between, like, kind of acting restrained and, like, acting a little bit normal. And then, yeah. like, with Green Goblin, he kind of just goes all out. So I feel like there's kind of a good balance. And, like, I feel like he fully, fully, fully commits to both. And, like, totally. basically he understood the assignment. Is totally. what I'm trying to say. You know, so I was just thinking, a recast that I think would be pretty good at the Green Goblin would be um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> I because don't know we know I agree with it, but it's interesting. <laughs> because like he, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I would be interested to see where he would take the character because he, like, it's all those videos of them filming um, the Desolation of Smog, like the oh, Hobbit movies and yeah. everything. Have you seen those where he's like crawling on the floor? I have not, but I, I've heard his voice in Desolation of Smog though. I need to send you these videos yeah, because totally. they're so funny. Because he's like. He's kind of doing, so he's in, like, the, um, you know, those gray suits that they wear for CGI things? Yeah. And then with all the dots on their faces. Yeah. So he's, like, on the ground in one of those suits, <laughs> like, literally crawling on the floor, playing Smog, like, the oh dragon. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's literally, I think, I'll, you'll change your mind. So, yeah. hold on. I'm going to find it right now. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Oh, my God. But that's But, like, insane. he commits. He, like, just based on that video. Yeah. And from the videos I've seen, he could he could really commit yeah. to the unhingement that is <laughs> the Green Goblin. Yeah. I think it's just funny. Like, I feel like they didn't have to do that. <laughs> like, like, I feel like they could have just, like, I don't know. Also, just, like... One thing that I don't understand, like, why, and maybe there's a simple reason, but, like, why did they, was it necessary to record him? Yeah. Like, was that necessary? Because it's not like he's, like, he looks like a dragon, you know? Like, he's not, like, Like, you can't tell that's him. Like, at all. No. I I get, like, getting his face, because then you can, like, make the dragon's expressions more like his expressions. But, like, the fact that he had to, like, move his body around was, like, like a, a choice. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know anything about, like, like VFX or anything, so maybe it wasn't necessary. <laughs> yeah. But, and um, you know what? I, that's, that's bravery, because I, I could not look like a fool. Yeah. 
crawling on the fe- on the, gr- the bleh, crawling on the ground. But hey, that's how you make the millions, yeah. I guess. Wouldn't it be funny if like like people found out later on that like actors actually did do this too and like <laughs> these suits with ping pong balls all over, over them and the, like, <laughs> the directors were just trying to humble them for some reason. We're <laughs> 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 just like like JK, it's a prank. <laughs> JK guys. Yeah. Like we just made you look like a fool on purpose. <laughs> but uh but yeah. Uh where did we leave off? Okay. Uh so Peter Jay B- Jonah. Yeah. Alright. So Jay Jonah Jameson, editor of the Daily Bugle, hires Peter as a freelance photographer as he is the only person who provides clear images of Spider Man. <laughs> I wonder why. Girl boss. He yeah. is hustling to He's get hustling. that money. He's scamming his way through. Like love to see it. Um, however, Jameson uses the pictures to discredit Spider-Man, believing he is a menace. Meanwhile, Peter decides to move into an apartment with his best friend and Norman's son Harry. I I feel like I kind of forgot like how fast moving this this movie is, just because like yeah. he goes from high school like to graduated to like he got a job. Now he's moved in with his best friend. Like it goes like really fast. Like. He, it does. He hey. grows up really fast, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is like one thing I do appreciate I d- about the new ones is that he's like able to stay a teenager for longer. But yeah, I think that's because totally. Tom Holland looks young. <laughs> like, yeah, Tobey Maguire was like I don't know maybe like how old was he when he filmed this movie? Probably like if he's forty six now, he's probably like twenty five, twenty six when he made this. So like yeah. Yeah, so, like, they were like, we need to move this along. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to stay young forever. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, he moves in with uh, Norman's son, Harry, which is played by um, James Mr. Franco. Mr. Problematic. Yeah. Problematic James Franco. But, um, he Problematic is yet does hot. the role well. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. You're, is- you're too. But, um... <laughs> Yeah. He's so yummy in this yeah. film. Especially, there's one scene where he's wearing glasses. It might be the first scene. I can't remember. But yeah. there's that one scene where he's wearing glasses, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. And, like, there's ugh. one scene, too, where he's, like, wearing, like, a turtleneck and, like, a long <gasps> And I'm like, yes. mm, like, low-key, I want to look like Harry Osborne in that scene. Yes. Like, I need that. I need that fit. I really my do. fall, my fall fit inspo's yeah. is just Harry Osborne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harry Osborne, uh, fall Harry Osborne a- aesthetic. Yes. Yeah, Osborne girl fall. <laughs> it's, it's the aesthetic, but yes. um, but yeah, uh, it's a shame that um James Franco is indeed beautiful in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. He, because he's a douchebag. Because he's and an a douchebag. And, and then we yeah. could go on. Probably should be in jail or sued or something. Um, something. Anyway. <laughs> but he is decent in this. Um, nice to see him. Yes. Yeah. Um, Norman learns Oscorp's board plans to oust him and sell the company to Quest and exacts revenge on them as he's costume alter ego at the World Unity Fair. <laughs> Okay, so that's the name of the fair. <laughs> it's World Unity. Um, as Spider-Man, Peter intervenes and defeats Norman, who escapes. Jameson later dubs the mysterious villain the Green Goblin. 
<laughs> so, interest good name choice, Jameson. It it really he I is mean, indeed yeah. a green goblin. <laughs> he is indeed a goblin. <laughs> yeah, he's a little goblin man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think it's so funny that like is the world unity fair an actual thing and I'm just gonna like make a fool out of myself? Maybe. But I feel like it's not because only because the Wikipedia like there's no there's no it's not clickable. Yeah, that's true. It's not a clickable word. Does it come up? Um yeah, it doesn't look like there's one. Okay, so I'm not going to Okay. <laughs> but I figure this, this concept of a world unity fair is so funny <laughs> for some reason to me. Just like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what does it mean? And why is it in New York? <laughs> like, it's the world. Like, what? Like, what are we uniting? Yeah, it's just, like, so vague, I guess. Is what, what I find so funny about also, it. Also, why are they... Like, because I'm pretty sure Oscorp is, like, putting it on or something. Yeah. But if Maybe. they're not, why are they in that massive, like, balcony thing? Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. I we don't have know. so many questions. What is the World Unity Fair? Like, what do you do there? <laughs> you right? just, like... Like, do you eat fun world food? Maybe it's like like maybe it's like an international festival type thing. Or that's what I was thinking. I mean, Mary Mary Jane is wearing um like a vaguely a Asian <laughs> wardrobe. Vaguely <laughs> yeah. appropriative. Yeah, a little questionable wardrobe choice. Questionable. MJ. Yeah. Also, cancel MJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Um. But yeah, who knows what what the World Unity Fair does or is, or what happens yeah. there. But the Green Goblin is there, and he's really uh, the, uh, yes. <laughs> but um, he said no to World Unity. <laughs> but uh, he said no to Unity. Yeah. He said yeah. no that, fair, you no know, world, no Unity. That's how you know he's a villain because he he's anti Unity. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, so. So this is when he's deemed the Green Goblin, which is an excellent name. Um, after Beautiful. discovering he has developed a crazed alternate personality, Norman, as the Goblin, offers Peter a place at his side, but he refuses. During their con confrontation, Peter suffers a cut to his left arm. Right. Ouch! So this this is going to carry over. <laughs> oh, uh, this this scene! Oh. I just had to preface this scene. The acting mm. is so good. Oh, carry on, carry on. Okay. So, when Norman, Aunt May, and Mary Jane are invited over for Thanksgiving dinner by Peter and Harry, Norman notices Peter's earlier sustained injury and deduces that Peter is Spider-Man. So this whole scene is, like, amazing. It's so amazing. We have, yes. And th this Wikipedia page does not do it justice. Because Spider-Man is, mi or Peter Parker's missing, and then he comes in late with this cut, yeah. but then, and, oh my god, yeah, uh, just the whole dynamic of the scene, and then, um, and then he delivers one of my favorite lines in the movie, which is, I had to beat an old lady with a stick for this cranberry <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I love that line so much. It's so aggressive for no reason. <laughs> right? It's like, oh. Like, okay, Peter. Peter. Peter, come on. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, this, this whole scene, it, and I keep making references to the newer Spider-Man movies, but they're so That's interconnected. Okay. 
this reminds me of the scene with um Michael Keaton's character in the car. Or like oh. and I feel like they probably kinda pulled from this scene for that scene. Just yeah. based on like the general vibes of it, where they're like, Oh, he knows something about Peter and like it's super tense. But Yeah. But yeah, I almost wish this movie had like a little bit more of this kind of stuff, just like kind of more of the Peter Parker moments, if you know what I mean. Like, more of his personal life, I guess. Just because, like, I feel like it's a lot of, like, the Spider-Man action and, like, a lot of plot. But, like, we, yes. we don't see, like, a lot of his personal life. And maybe, like, we yeah, just see that I, in later movies, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, Spider-Man 2, li- like I said, he's got those three jobs. He's got and he's hustling. He's hustling. So, yeah, we definitely see it. Yeah. In the other ones. Yeah. I I think because this movie moves so fast that, like, they, like, this is kind of one of the few moments where they kind of, like, slow down and kind of show, like, the dynamics between each of the characters, like, when he's not Spider-Man and when he's not the Green Goblin. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, the scene was really good. And when he's hiding Mm -hmm. on the ceiling and, like, the blood (gasps) and... Oh, oh my god. Suspense. Amazing. <laughs> but um but yeah. And then oh, and then after this is when the green goblin attacks and hospitalizes um Aunt May. So, <laughs> Deliver us yeah. from <laughs> See, this is what I mean by like the very Finish stereotypical <laughs> very, very stereotypical old lady type character. <laughs> because like yeah, she's just like, of course she's like leaning on her bed praying to Jesus, and then yeah, <laughs> and then like you want to like, know something? <laughs> I go. You want to know something though? Yeah. When I was younger, I would never watch that scene. I mean, I, I was like, like I was like scary. too scary. Yeah. It was it was pretty terrifying as a yeah. child. There's also I remember there's one jump scare in the movie. Oh. Where the green goblin's face just kind of appears and like, just like a weird noise, like kind of like suspenseful. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I remember that was also terrifying. And I, if I watched the movie, I would remember where it is. I think, yeah. but I used to always cover my eyes because I was like, oh, it's coming. <laughs> He's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I feel like I would probably be scared by, by the green goblin. But I watched this movie later, so I wasn't as I was like, oh, he's kind of funny. <laughs> Most <of laughs> but um, but yeah, I can I could see myself being scared by this if I watched it when I was kind of younger. Cause like yeah. especially if like if I was like in my room, I would think the Green Goblin would come crashing in or something. <laughs> but, oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, honestly, like one of the peak comedy moments in this movie though is when she's just like, deliver us. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. And she's like flailing on the ground. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I've never. Have you seen the movie Blade? It's with what's tonight. It's like another. Oh yeah, no. It's it's another like kind of late nineties, early two thousands Marvel movie. And I remember like it reminds me of Blade because in that movie like like. There's this one scene where, like, a female character just gets, like, yeeted <laughs> across, <laughs> across the street onto the top of a building, and somehow she's fine. 
And it just uh, reminds me, like, why were they yeeting women so much back then? They were just throwing yeah. them around. <laughs> Disrespecting women since yeah. 1990. Yeah, something. why are you just flying them across blocks? Like, <laughs> like what? Respect stuff. Yeah. Stop, stop yeeting women. 2021. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's she's hospitalized by Green Goblin. Um, and then Mary Jane admits that she is in love with Spider-Man, who has rescued her twice, and asks Peter if Spider-Man ever asked about her. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! I just realized that we kiss, right? No, 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 no. This the upside down kiss happened quite prior to this oh it did so uh, wikipedia where on, is wikipedia. my kissing it should, so the yes. upside down kiss should have its own wikipedia page <laughs> oh yeah it should yeah that scene is so iconic yeah apparently so i've read that it was like toby Maguire's least enjoyable scene but well, also yeah. that makes sense because he's upside down and apparently like the water, like, yeah. the, ra- the rain, yeah. was, like, going up his sinuses and, like, in his nose and everything. Like, that would be so awful. It's, like, drowning, basically. It, like it, up- he was pretty much being waterboarded. Yeah, <laughs> like, because you're upside down. <laughs> you're, like, getting water in your nose, and then someone's, like, kissing you, so that's cutting off your breath a little bit. So like, I like- hate being upside down anyways. Yeah. That's I've always wanted to try yeah. the kiss, though. <laughs> Any people... Any people of the world out there, if you'd yeah. like to try. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to be the upside down. down one, or do you want to be the right side up one? Well, I would want to try both. I would want okay. to be Mary Jane. <laughs> so okay. I would want to be Mary Jane to... Because that, w- that would just be hot if somebody was upside down. <laughs> well, I guess it's context, too. How are they hanging upside down? Are yeah. they just, like, on it? I don't know. But anyways... But then I would also want to be Spider-Man because I would want to know, like, how hard it is to, like, kiss someone, you know? Yeah. Be, like, so, like, for experimental reasons, you want to be the upside-down one, and for, like, just for the romance factor, you want to be the right-side-up one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just want to, like, the logistics of just, like, trying to kiss someone upside-down, like, if it's... Well, because you both go to lean yeah. one way, so are you going to lean the same way? Is that different because you're upside down? I don't yeah. know. And like, are your this lips is too confusing different? for my head. <laughs> like, you so know? that's the thing too. Yeah. Is like, because that's like the thing that I always notice. Yes. So that's what I noticed. I'm pretty sure was that they, because you, I feel like you kiss more with your top lip, if I'm correct. I don't. But know. then they, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I've analyzed that too much. Maybe, maybe I mean, that's why I'm this, a good kisser. Your, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's single, everyone. So. And I am too, but don't care. <laughs> I don't so care. So's gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. I, if you, please if leave me about, alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Do not perceive me. Um, <laughs> anyway, but if anyone wants to give Lauren an upside down kiss, hit her up, okay? Instagram's in, Instagram's in the description. <laughs> it's for the science. For the science. Come on, guys. Um, yeah. If if Lauren gets an upside down kiss, she will report on the podcast. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I will tell everybody if it's if it's difficult. Yeah. If it's doable. Yeah. Like the, if it's worth your time. Process. Um, yes. Like yeah. Which weather conditions you want to do it in? You probably don't want to do it when it's <gasps> raining. Probably not. Yeah. 
but um, but good for Toby Maguire for sticking it out and creating yes. this iconic scene. We love to see thanks, it. Thanks, Tobes. Yeah, thanks, Tobes. He seems like a chill guy. I feel like he probably is. Like, I hope nothing yeah. bad ever comes out about him. <laughs> or if there hasn't already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I always say that when, like, seemingly likable white guys are in movies. I'm it's always like, like I hope nothing bad comes out about you. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I hope you're one of the few good ones. Um, Please be a good person. Yeah. But, um... But, yeah. Um, she... She asked Peter if Spider-Man ever asked about her, <laughs> because I guess she thinks that Peter and Spider are, like, buddies and not, like, the same person. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because yeah. she doesn't know. Yeah. I think it's funny that in this movie they're like, oh, yes, Spider-Man is my close personal friend. <laughs> I'm just, like, a random, like, photography intern, and somehow... Yeah. <laughs> somehow I am they're best like, friends with Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, no one that asks makes, questions. That makes total sense. That you would be able to get this close to, to Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah. And then, and then Peter gets friend-zoned by Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Harry, who is dating Mary Jane, and I feel like this came by really quickly, because I'm like, oh wait, she's not, she's not dating Flash anymore now, she's dating Harry. It was like a very quick switch-up. <laughs> yeah, it is, hey. Yeah. But, um, uh, Harry arrives and presumes that she has feelings for Peter after seeing them hold hands. Devastated, Harry tells his father, his father, his father, his father, that <laughs> Peter loves Mary Jane, inadvertently revealing Spider-Man's greatest weakness to him. No! No! Harry, what did you do? Alright. So the goblin kidnaps Mary Jane and a Roosevelt Island trolley car full of children hostage along the Queensboro Bridge, forcing Peter to choose who he will save. So this is, like, literally the trolley problem. <laughs> Have you heard of that? Uh, yeah, 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 sorry. Okay. I don't know why I was being quiet there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like, so who fun. are you going to save? Yeah. Your girlfriend? Your girlfriend? Or the or bus a... full of children? Uh, yeah. <laughs> choose, Spider-Man! <laughs> choose! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot do a Green Goblin impression, but, um... I can kind of. Yeah, a little bit. You're, you're getting there. I think, like... Getting there. I give you, like, a B plus. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, I'll but, take it. But, um... But, yeah. Um... He's like, who are you gonna choose? Which is obviously a situation that would happen in real life. However... Obviously. <laughs> obviously. That's a thing everyone has to choose at some point in their life. Yeah. Are you full of children or your girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, sound off in the comments. Which one would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have an Insta poll later. Yeah. Would you rather <laughs> save the trolley full of children or Kirsten Dunst? <laughs> yeah. Sound off. Um, sound off. Yeah. So, um, he manages to rescue both because he is a girl boss. And, yes. Um, and a he girl boss hustle. always finds a way. He always yes. hustles. Um, while, severe, while civilians nearby side with Peter and Pop the Goblin. And this is, like, the part where the <laughs> very New York guy is like, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. yeah. We'll throw our New hot York dogs does. down at you. Yeah. This is how New York does it. <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn, bitch. Yeah, we, <laughs> we support Welcome to the real world. Yeah. <laughs> Just very, like, I've, I've never been to New York, so, like, I don't know if that would happen in real life or not. Maybe they would come together and and help 
help the guy out. <laughs> right? I feel like New York has, like, a very odd sense of community. Yeah. And I've never been there either. Yeah. And, like, I, that's just, this is just my presumptions, yeah. is that they have, like, you know, so I, I feel like something like that would happen. Yeah. Where if they saw, especially because it's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but it's not yeah. just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's New York's. Yeah, it's New York superhero. New York superhero. <laughs> yeah. This is New York's neighborhood. Yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think That's my might, I think they might rally around and like. I think they would rally. Try to help a fella out. Calgary uh, here? No. Yeah, maybe not where <laughs> I live either. <laughs> In Atlanta, they'd just be like, keep walking, keep walking. <laughs> you didn't see anything. Headphones in. Yeah. Actually, this reminds me, there's, like, a video going around of, um, uh, this is also, I think this took place, like, a few months back. Um, there was, like, a confrontation in a mall in Vancouver. Yeah. And a lady pulled a gun out at the front. So she's, like, in the storefront, and yeah. the other people are, like, in like, the mall hallway? I don't know what I would call that. The, the mall way? <laughs> I don't know. The <laughs> I don't know. But then, but then a guy is literally, literally walks, like, right between them, yeah. and, like, right by the lady holding the gun, just unfazed. And they're oh yelling God. at each other and everything. She's pointing it. It's probably like this and stuff. Oh my God, like the sideways gun. <laughs> yeah. Like a Grand and, Theft Auto character. <laughs> right? But no, this guy just, like, keeps walking. Oh my and that, God. I, I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel like, like that is not that is not New York. New York would New stand York up is, for them. New community. York would be like, hey, yeah. don't do that. I love how I we're just know, like I projecting on a place that we've never been to. I know. New like, York sounds like a fabulous place in yeah. our minds. Yeah, like the movie version of New York that's like been influenced by like movies. Yeah, it, it's great. It sounds phenomenal. Yeah, sounds like a blast. Um. Yeah, but sound off if you're from New York. What would 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 New Yorkers do this, or would they just keep? Walking? Yes, I really actually. <laughs> want to know. Please, please let us know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so Peter finds a way to save both because because he's, he's a enraged. girl boss. Yeah, he's a girl boss. Um, enraged, he grabs Peter and takes him to the abandoned smallpox hospital. I did not know they were in a smallpox hospital for some reason. I didn't know that either. That seems like what a weird is a tidbit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and why did they abandon the smallpox hospital? Didn't you just, like, renovate it? You just I'm looking it up. Well, hospital? oh, okay, yes, true. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it looks, like, very, like, dilapidated, <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And now that I think about it in the movie, it is it is very dilapidated. But I, I'm guessing it was filmed on location, so that's probably why they, they put it Oh, so yeah, like, this cool building, building. Yeah. it's a cool building, but this hospital, I don't know when this hospital was, oh, yeah, like, 1854. Oh, yeah. Like, that's old. That's that pretty old. old. It's probably got some asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably not up to code. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. I love that it is a real place. I I would like to go there. I hope you can um yeah. sneak in. Yeah, just don't catch smallpox. <laughs> I hope I don't fifty something. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just still lingering in the air. Um, yeah. 
Um, so he brutally is beating him, and when the goblin brags about he will, how he will later kill Mary Jane, an enraged Peter gains the upper hand. Norman reveals himself as the goblin and begs for forgiveness while controlling his spider to impale Peter from behind. And it says, Whoa. warned by his spider sense, Peter dodges the attack and the glider fatally impales Norman, who asks Peter not to reveal his identity as the goblin to Harry before he dies. Alright, so this is when Sal takes him out. Takes him out? R.I.P. Green Goblin! Yeah, R.I.P. Gobby. <laughs> <laughs> For context, that's what I was calling him throughout the watch party. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I would also like to say that the fight scenes in this movie are pretty good. Yeah, I think they're pretty good too. Also, I would say, I just because I just watched um, Shang-Chi yeah. this past weekend, oh. um... It was, like, that movie had some real good fight scenes. Holy. Um, But also, sorry, back to Spider-Man. Did you know that um, Willem Dafoe did, like, 90% of his stunts? Oh, wow. His own stunts. So, yeah, so they actually had to redesign the, his costume. Because his costume was, like, the original costume was too heavy and he just like couldn't move around in it to do his own stunts. Yeah. So they had to redesign it and that's why it looks so streamlined. Yeah. Is because Willem Dafoe was like it needs to be able like I need to perform in this. Like I need to I need to yeah. stunt in it. Yeah. He needs to commit yeah. to the performance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and commit he did. He really committed. Like honestly, this is probably going up there as, like, one of my favorite villain performances ever. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, just, totally. Yeah. Just because, like, I feel like I didn't appreciate it the first time, because I was like, this is kind of weird and over the top, and then now that I watch it again, I'm like, Mm-mm. but that's the point! That's yes! That's genius. the point! But, yes. but, yeah, I think I think he's really amazing in this. <laughs> um, yeah, whereas, like, Alfred Molina <laughs> as Doc Ock, yeah. he is a more like reserved or not reserved i don't know but he's less unhinged yeah and less he's more like calculating maybe yeah he's calculated yeah he's a scientist well i think osborne's also a scientist but like yeah he's smarter he knows he's he can yeah yeah (laughs) but uh yeah i i i feel like that's i still haven't seen spider-man 2 but i feel like that that's probably was purposeful, like, to get a balance, like, okay, we got the unhinged guy, now we're gonna kind of get, like, the more calculated yes. villainous type. But, but yeah, I need to watch that movie. <laughs> you do. You yeah, really do. Totally. And you need to tell me how you liked it. Yes, I need a I full will. review. I, yeah. I, I'll give you a very long review. <laughs> Excellent. But, um, Norman tells Peter to not, uh, reveal that he was the Green Goblin to his friends. Yes. So, um, Peter takes Norman's body to the Osborne's house, where Harry sees him and mistakenly assumes Spider-Man killed his father without having time to see that Spider-Man is Peter. And, like, I was trying to think of a way that he could have worked around this to where, like, <laughs> Harry wasn't gonna go on, like, a vengeance mission against, <laughs> like, Spider-Man, but I couldn't think of, like, a way that would have worked out. <laughs> 
Yeah. I feel like that was kind of the only no. way to, like, not reveal that his father was a Green Goblin. Right? Yeah. Also, if I... Ugh, that's so hard. Yeah. If I were in Peter's position, I feel like I would tell him. Yeah. I Especially like because him. because he hates... Like, at a certain point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But then it's like, would that make it better? Yeah. I guess that's the whole plot of, like, Spider-Man Like, would you 3, rather think, have, but... like... Would you rather have, like, your friend, like, hate his father or, like, hate you is kind of... Exactly. Thing. That's yeah. how I look at it. Yeah. So, like, it's 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 kind of... One could say it's another trolley problem. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... For reals. Yeah. But it's I also, don't... like, what is to say, even if you do tell him, oh, I'm Spider-Man, what is to tell him? But then it's also, like, okay, you're just, like, revealing your identity because who knows? He might not forgive you and he might just come to kill you. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I, know I don't know what the right answer is. Something happens in the third movie, I think, with that. But yeah, I haven't seen that in forever, so I, I don't remember how it plays out. Um, but yeah, not so necessarily worth the rewatch. But yeah, I'm. That's the one with like the weird dance number and. <laughs> <gasps> oh, that yeah. scene is so funny. The, with emo it's Peter. It's hilarious. Emo Peter. Yeah. I I love emo Peter. <laughs> Unironically. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. It's that hilarious. was a that was a choice, definitely. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah. But um at Norman's funeral, Harry vows revenge on Spider Man and claims that Peter is the only family he has left. Oh that's Ooh. a little awkward. Um Ooh. Mary Jane confesses her feelings for Peter, but he rejects her, fearing that his enemies would try to get to him through her. As he leaves the funeral, Peter remembers Ben's words. And accepts his new responsibility as Spider-Man. So, the end. Oh, cinema. W- cinema. I love it. It's, it's, it's a banger. <laughs> it is. It's you bang. know what else is a banger? What? The fucking soundtrack. <laughs> I. There's a Nickelback song in there. I don't know why I didn't pay attention to the soundtrack. What's what's on it? So I would say okay. So. The soundtrack, it's one of those movie soundtracks where the songs are not necessarily in the movie. Oh, it's like a credit scene? You know what I mean? Kinda. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Or there's like yeah. the music inspired by. Yeah, so it's the music from and inspired by. That's the one oh, that I'm talking okay. about. So like there's a um, Hero by Chad Kruger. Oh my god. That movie, or that song, I think, is in the end credits at, like, the very end. Yeah. But that one, oh, that's a banger. Yeah. Bang. I I just love my fellow Berta boys, Nickelback. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, oh. What other one? Oh, what, there's also... Which Nickelback um, song is it, by the way? So it's not Nickelback. It's just Chad Kruger, the lead oh, singer. But, okay. I uh, Hero. Oh, okay. I feel like Hero. I probably heard that song. Yeah. Actually, but now that I say this, the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack oh, is better, okay. actually. That's when they, like, I really like. kick it into gear, and they're like, we're going we're going full 2000s with this. <laughs> yeah, like okay. the, um, the, what is in it? Train is in it. Train? <laughs> yeah, Train oh is in God. it. But, like, it's a pretty good Train song that, like, you wouldn't think. It's not, like, you know, soul- 
soul, soul sister. music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. soul sister. Yeah. Yeah, but like you know, it's not like soul feel speeding music that Train yeah. usually is. Yeah. It's like hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Train. Now I now I really need to. Now I really need to see this movie. <laughs> you need, need to see Spider Man. I need to experience Spider Man too. I feel like I'm missing. You out. do. All right. So I feel like I might know the answer to this, but yes. What would you rate this movie on a scale of like one to five? Five, obviously. <laughs> I would say, if anything, I would give it a four point seven five for <laughs> the poorly aged jokes. Yeah, um, but there's like one or two, but like yeah, it's not like as severe as some early two thousands films, which is so nice. true. Yeah. Overall, aged well, five out of five. Yeah. Um, what about you? I don't know. I feel like, again, like I'm not like as like attached to this this movie as you are, and I feel like I would give it maybe like a three point five to a four. What's it got going against it? What do you mean? Like, w- like, where'd it lose points? Um, I don't know. I just think that, like, it sounds like from what you said that I would like Spider-Man 2 better. And I, in general, yeah. I just tend to like sequels better anyways. Just because, like, I feel like they explore, like, the characters more a little bit. Yeah. But, like, with the first movies, it's more just about establishing everyone. But, um. Yeah. But I'd say that, like. Yeah, I just feel like I wish that they would have, like, explored, like, Peter's, like, personal life a little bit more. Because I feel like they kind of just, like, rushed through his personal life a little bit. Where, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, he's in, like, he's, like, moved out now. And he's moved in with Harry and everything. And, like, every, like, all my kind of nitpicky things, like, aren't that big. And, like, it's still, like, such a fun movie. But, like, but, yeah, I just, um... Yeah, I'd say that's kind of a big thing, is that, like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I wish it would, like, slow down just a little bit, just so I could, like, kind of see, like, yeah. a little more about the characters. But, yeah, I I still think it's, like, <laughs> so, like, fun, and just, like, really, like, it kind of, like, makes me nostalgic for, like, an era in movies that I wasn't even, like, yeah. conscious enough to be a part of, because, like... I just feel like now with, like, the MCU, like, I do love MCU movies, but I think, like, you know, they just kind of, like, pump them out, <laughs> you know? They and, pump like, them out, and they're so calculated yeah. that it's almost as if sometimes they can't be creative because, like, just because they have, like, oh, it's not a part of, like, the bigger picture. Yeah. Or, like, that would contradict something else, you yeah. know? And I feel like they're going to get to a point where, yeah, they're just going to be stuck creatively. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes all of their movies are a little bit, like, follow the same formula, mm-hmm. formula and stuff, which is why I really enjoyed them now moving some things to like the tv format yeah which is like yeah because then they can be a little bit more creative with those things and like explore those characters deeper too but yeah yeah and i think i know um, what you mean yeah and i think like with like tv like it's kind of like you don't have as much pressure to like 
make money at box offices like all around the world so you can kind of get a little more experimental even if I feel like sometimes the TV shows like just start out really unique and end up kind of falling into the same formulas and whatever but yeah but I think like every single MCU movie now is like formulated just to make sure that every single person like if they don't love it they at least like it to some degree (laughs) yeah I think it's just like because I feel like this movie is like so unique and I feel like it kind of has the energy of like oh it's not going to be like everyone's cup of tea but like you know they kind of really took big swings and you can see like Sam Raimi's influence on it instead of it just being kind of like this big like made by committee like project you know what I mean but like I feel it like that's felt kind of lost with this system now. <laughs> yeah, and it also felt because sometimes I feel with the Marvel films, especially lately, yeah. I feel that sometimes they are you need too much context going into those movies. Yeah. Whereas this, and even with like the sequels, I would argue maybe more so Spider Man Two than Spider Man Three. But, like, Spider-Man 2, I honestly don't think you really need to, um... Uh, maybe you do need to see Spider-Man 1. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot But you don't of... need, like, background homework, like, to watch, no. like, Spider-Man 2. You don't need to go and, like, watch, I don't know, like, a different superhero trilogy in order to get exactly. context for this superhero trilogy that you're watching. Exactly. <laughs> like, the interconnectedness of the MCU is fun. Yeah. but it can be draining sometimes, especially as somebody who has to explain everything <laughs> to my friends, yeah. who are like, oh, oh what does this mean? Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and I think just, like, the interconnectedness can sometimes swamp them down, or then they're like, oh, well, this movie is just kind of just establishing them into this wider universe, and they're not really focusing on characters or story or anything. And yeah. I think that's what happened with, like, especially, like, Thor and, like, movies like that. Besides, like, when Ragnarok came around because he was an already established character, but but yeah, I feel like a lot of movies coming out now with the MCU are just like, okay, this is putting this character in this place and this character in this place, and that was the whole purpose of it, and it's just kind of, it just ruins like, I guess like the, and it just feels like the movies are a little bit empty, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, and I feel like to kind of get into like the recommendations and everything of like movies like this I Mm -hmm. think honestly like I've been getting more into like DC movies now actually like the most recent ones just because like I feel like even when they're bad like the Snyder Cut like they are like like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man they are kind of like kind of like director led and not like okay yeah so like So, like, Birds of Prey, like, you can very much see, like, Kathy Yun's vision with that, and with, um, with, um, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, you can definitely see his influence on that movie, and I just feel like, like, the DCEU, like, they kind of figured out their niche, where it's like, oh, now we're creating, like, individual stories, and we don't really care about connecting into, like, a wider universe, and it seems like, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it seems like now they're letting directors have a little more creative control, and it's kind of making movies with, like, the vibe of, like, a Sam Raimi Spider-Man, but, Interesting. but yeah, I just think it's going in a more interesting direction than the MCU is going right now. Yeah, 
That's a good take and also like a very good point. Well, thank you. <laughs> I like that. But uh but yeah, do you have any like um recommendations for like people who enjoy this movie, like any other ones that they might enjoy? Uh Spider-Man 2. <laughs> you can skip Fair. Spider-Man 3. Yeah. I I, I skippable um it's it's not bad, but it's too long. I'd say for it's like what fun. it used to be. It's like a good like movie to kind of joke around and watch. Like Yeah. On the background or something. Yeah. Um otherwise I don't really have any. Yeah. Yeah. No, just Spider Man two. Yeah. And like I, I mentioned earlier, I'd recommend like James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, um Birds of Prey. We talked about that in the podcast before, but um yeah. I'd, I'd say those two, like, I feel like have very strong, like, director influences, which I think this movie has. And, yeah. um, I'd say also, um, the movie I mentioned earlier, Blade, I think the movie, like, mm. has a lot of problems, probably more problems than this movie. But that, that movie came out before Spider-Man, and it kind of does a lot of similar things that this movie does, but I feel like Spider-Man does get a lot of the credit for it, like, ushering in this new era. Yeah, so totally. If, if you if you like this movie, I you probably like Blade, so um... Yeah, I'd I need to watch out. it. Like, it, it's very campy, it's very superhero-ish, it's very comic book-ish. It's a lot more like blood and vampires, but it's But like, that's okay! Yeah, it sounds like fun! Insane. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, um, maybe something like, I want to say, like, an American an American Werewolf from London, because, like, that has a lot of practical effects and a lot of, like, campy kind of fun stuff, but, um. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that'd probably be my, uh, recommendations for this movie. That, those are some really good ones. I like it. Thank you. But, uh, but, yeah, I need to watch Spider-Man 2. <laughs> That's what I've you learned need to. from this podcast. So, uh, I hope you do it soon. Maybe we should do it on the podcast eventually. But yeah, we can do it eventually. Let us know if you like this let episode. Let us know if you want us to continue with the trilogy. Yes, um, continue with the, our girl boss Peter. Yeah, girl boss Peter. And um, yes. speaking of girl bosses, should we mm-hmm. announce the movie that is coming? Oh, <gasps> right. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I feel or, like it needs to be a surprise. Yeah. Okay, that's the hint we get. You, we give you. It's girl boss. It's girl boss. Peak off girl the chisels. Yes. Peak girl boss. Intentionally vibes. girl boss vibes. Yeah. We're gonna die watching that. We're gonna die. I think they. We've done probably also, know what we're talking about. Yes, we've done way too many movies lately that we love. Yeah. And we need we need to mix it up. We, we need, need one to, that like, we hate. We need to like humble ourselves. We need to watch we need something to... we absolutely are 100% going to despise. Yes. But it's going to give and us I a can't lot wait. to talk about. <laughs> podcast It'll episode is literally going to be um, three hours long, and it's just going to be us screaming. <laughs> so yeah. just be ready for that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So that should be insane. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Amazing. Oh, and I have a little oh. self-plug. Oh, oh, yes, amazing, go for it. So, um, yeah, um, I created a new Instagram account because, um, I was 
there's like a lot of shit posts and things on my old one and I'm like I kind of wanted to just like streamline it and like make like a fancy one that I could just post my art and my writing and stuff on and like basically just build a portfolio and if you want to follow me on there and like see my art and my writing or whatever and like yeah um, <laughs> my new Instagram is hey uh, dot Christofferson and I'll put it below but uh but yeah that's my amazing that's my self plug and support sure, local art yeah or wherever you live it might not be local but <laughs> yeah <laughs> support um completely broke support. artists and writers <laughs> yes <Thanks. laughs> <Ben Monique>. okay <laughs> um yeah but uh yeah we will probably announce the the movie on like instagram or something soon sometime yes. just be patient <laughs> be patient we will post it at a time but we won't tell you yes when that's going to be <laughs> not but, yet uh, not yet but if you have any guesses let us know yeah I feel like a lot of people probably know what we're talking about. I know, right? But, That's okay. I like yeah. to keep them on their toes. Yeah, but it should be a doozy. Mm-hmm. And we will see you two weeks from now for the mystery movie. Yay. Yay. Keep girl bossing. Yeah, keep girl bossing, <laughs> Spideys. Are you a Spidey or a Gobby? Um, comment below. <laughs>